Hey everyone, this is our Midweek Leadership Podcast. We believe that as you listen to it, it is going to move your life forward. So get ready for an amazing message. All right, let's, uh, let's jump in here and talk for the next couple of minutes. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 16 says, uh, Paul is talking to the Ephesians. He, uh, this church, he wants to make sure that they understand the calling that God has on their lives. Um, and he, uh, he's trying to get them to see um, a bigger picture of who they can be in the midst of church. And so um, he's talking about unity, and he's talking about giftings and callings and all of these things in chapter 4. Um, and then he, he says this in verse 16. He says, he makes, talking about Jesus, he makes the whole body fit together perfectly. As each part does its own special work, it helps the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. What a great picture of what the church should be. Um, and that's exactly what Paul is, his point. He says, this is, this is the church. When we talk about the body, that's whenever you see Paul talking about the body, he's talking about the church. So you can always put the church in whenever you see the body, because he's talking about the body of Jesus, and the body of Jesus is the church. The church is the body of Jesus. And so uh, Jesus is the head of that body, and then we are uh, a part of that body. But then Paul breaks it down even more and says there's pieces to this body. And so then he says in verse 16, he says he makes the whole body fit together perfectly. And um, as we are a church and we have so many different pieces in our church, one of the things that I was uh, reading and in, in looking uh, at, as I was reading this, was that there's a perfect fit for every person, meaning that uh, there are uh, there also are imperfect fits for people. And if you're anything like me, and I think I've shared this before, when you have those um, huge thousand 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 piece puzzle pieces, and you just get frustrated after five or 10 minutes of putting things together and you just start slamming pieces together, it doesn't make the, the, the puzzle work. You might think it works because you're slamming pieces together, but at some point, the puzzle doesn't work out the way it needs to work out because there's a perfect piece for every place. And so I wanna make sure as we are a church of leaders and we are growing in our leadership to understand uh, that we can't just shove people in different spots and think they're going to flourish and just and try to make people into other people. This is not a, um, the, the thing that makes the church really beautiful is that um, we're not trying to uh, create robots on an assembly line that all look the same and be the same and act the same. And some people would like to say that when they hear some of our unity because we do say some of the same things and we do act the same way and we have a lot of the same culture. And that's unity. That's really great. But what Paul is saying is unity is not uniformity, meaning that there are diff you're going to be different than everybody else. And actually, you have a part to play that is specific to you. And so you've got to make sure that you fit in that place. And we understand that Jesus is constantly moving people. He's constantly placing everybody together so that they fit perfect. And 
also understand that it's Jesus that makes us all fit perfectly. It's not us. You, you, you can't be the person that's running around saying, oh, I know everybody's giftings and I know what everybody's doing and I know everybody. That, that's too much pressure on every, as a leader. You can't do that. And so you need to make sure that you're always saying, Jesus, I know you know that there's a perfect spot for every single person. And so I'm asking you to help me so that you move everybody perfectly so they fit in that spot. And so then it says, as each, then he says, as each part does its own special work, it helps the other parts to grow. So if you're in the right place, if you're in the perfect right place that God has for you and doing the right things, what Paul was saying is that other people will grow around you. Yeah. I, I want to read that again. As each part does its own special work, it helps the other parts grow. So what that means is, is if you have found the place that you're supposed to be and God has placed you in the place that you're supposed to be, the absolute, like what happens after that is other people should be getting better around you and other people should be growing around you. And you should have people that you're actually helping to be more like Jesus because you've found your place. And when you start finding your place and you start finding, hey, this is my connect group or, and I'm leading this connect group and wow, look at the different people that are being changed because of this connect group or because I'm serving in kids or I'm uh, out here hosting on first impressions or whatever place it is, or maybe it's um, outside of the church and you're like inviting people over and over every week. You're thinking about different people that God has brought into your life that you can invite and you're bringing those people in and you see those people come in and they sit with you, but then they're like, Life gets changed and they start growing and now they're serving and all those different things are happening because you found a place. Everybody found their perfect place. But the adverse is true. If you're in a place where you're not supposed to be, there's not going to be a lot of growth around you. So you, so you have, this is a good test to know, am I in the right place or not? If, uh, I would say it like this, if, um, if there's people in your life um, that stay the same around you for a long time and they're not growing, you might not be in the place that you need to be. You, you might need to start looking at your own leadership and say, mm, maybe I'm not supposed to be in this place. I'll give you an example. Uh, there was, uh, there could be um, somebody like, uh, we, we could have somebody like Randall and Carissa, great worship leaders, incredible worship pastors. They were over our worship ministry for a while. They were in the perfect place at the time that they were supposed to be there. But then as they brought Luke and Lacey on, Luke and Lacey started growing in their leadership started growing and, 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 and you could see that God was blessing them and all that. So then they moved, Randall and Chris moved so that Luke and Lacey could be in that position to be the pastors of our whole worship community. So here, here's the thing. If Randall and Chris would have said, no, this is where I'm supposed to be. 
then all of a sudden, at some point, Luke and Lacey's leadership is capped. And they can't be the people that they're supposed to be. Now, all of a sudden, Randall and Carissa are not in the perfect place that God was, was trying to place them in because they stayed too long. And some people don't stay long enough, and some people stay way too long. You, but this, here's the thing. You've got to be okay with Jesus. I trust you to perfectly move me exactly where I need to be exactly at the same time that I need to be it so that, and you can always tell where you're in the right zone. You can always tell where you're graced and where God is gracing you is when people around you are flourishing. Directly result, directly resulting because of what you're doing. If there's always a cap around you, if there's, or if there's high turnover, if your team is always new faces every couple weeks, you, you, this is a time that you got to kind of look in and say, am I in the wrong spot? Am, am I, did I stay here too long? Or is, is there something that I'm supposed to be doing differently than where I am right now? Because what Paul said was, when you're in the spot that Jesus has blessed you and perfectly placed you in, everybody around you grows. Everyone grows. So, so you, you, this is an easy one that you can start looking at and just saying, okay, this is, uh, this is something I, I, I need to make sure that, um, that I'm in the right spot. And then, um, then he says at the end, uh, he says, and uh, it helps the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy, growing, and full of love. Healthy, growing, full of love. I, I want us all to see that healthy was first before growing. The body is, when, when the body is working properly, people are getting healthy first. Growth comes second. Healthy things always grow. But as a church, we want to make sure that people are getting healthy. We're just not growing. And so, so we're, we're always looking for our teams and different people. Health, health, health. What, what is healthy? What is healthy for somebody's heart? What is healthy? Why are they saying these different things? Why does it look like when they come into church, they're always down? What's going on there? There's something not right. I got, I got to figure this out. Not that you have to be like, you know, shooting fireworks out of your hands every time you walk into the church. But I'm just saying, like, if it's constantly some drama or if there's constantly some things that's always uh, breaking down, there might be some health issues there. Or if there's constantly um, a fight with somebody or if there's constantly some disunity, oh, there might not. Let's get at that health. Yeah. Not that you're just, hey, I'm glad that you just came. I'm glad you walked through these doors. That's great. We're growing. Okay, let's go. Let's go to the next one. No, healthy first, because healthy always is a prerequisite for growing. But a lot of times, some things might look like growth, but health isn't there. And what that is called is an abnormality. So, so just for like a little, like little bit, let me just talk about that. Like, if you get a growth on your body, no one looks at that and says, you're really growing. That's good. You know what I mean? Everybody's like, you got to get that. 
you know, like, I don't know what you got to do. Lance it, zap it, destroy it, get out of here. Eh. You know, that, like, you look at that and you think, that's not right. That's not, you would say, that's not healthy. What, whatever is that, that is, or another, uh, another one um, that you can see is if you see a little, uh, maybe even a little kid, they, they might look like they're so full and they're so bloated. But that actually is a sign of malnutrition. But you'd look at it and say, oh, they're growing, they're growing. No, they're not growing. Those are abnormalities that, that actually are growths that are unhealthy. But if you're looking just for growth, but you're not looking for health, you'll never see those. You'll just look at those and say, oh, we're growing. So how it looks like in church is, is this, is attendance is more important than people's hearts. That it means that if you just fill your roster in kids ministry and everybody's in their rooms, then that's okay. We've grown. We've done a good job. No, no, health is is important. Uh, and, and and here's here's some other things that can be unhealthy that are like those gross on the side of a neck that you just like we got we can't have that. When you have people who are um. They are uh, ultra owners, meaning that um, they own something so much that if there's a change in anything, they get real mad and take it real personal real quick. And it's actually like you're attacking them instead of just trying to change something. That's unhealthy. Some people might look at that and say, that's growth. Look at how much they own that. No, that's not healthy the way that they're owning that because we change stuff all the time and things got to be changing. We got to have an attitude that's like, oh, yeah, if that's better, let's do it that that way. Is everybody understanding what I'm saying here? Like this, like, or, or over serving. That's another one. Some people think that the only value that they give to somebody is what they can do for them. And so they serve and serve and serve because they don't realize who they are and they don't realize that they're important just because they're important because God created them. But they think the only way that I can make somebody love me is if I do something for them. And so they over serve and over serve and over serve. And some people in church would look at that and say, they're so faithful. That's so good. Oh, that's so amazing. But they missed because they were looking at growth instead of looking at health. And they should have looked at health first. And when they saw health, they would have said, you know what? I love that you're showing up all the time, but I am actually worried about your motivation. I'm worried about why you're doing this. And this doesn't. And so we've got to have eyes that catch the big gross out of the neck instead of just being like, oh, that's good. They're growing. Let's go. Come on. Come on. Because health always is before growth always is before growth. And then at the end, he says it's full of love. That it's, the church is growing. So everybody's perfectly in place. People around you are growing. And then you get healthy. The church is growing. And then the last is full of love. And I was thinking through, uh, when I read that full of love, all I thought of was like a, a cup that is like at the brim, you know? One poke, what falls out, whatever's in, in there. I just want, uh, this is the picture I have of our church being full of love. One little, like you just open the door and something falls on you. 
Like you just come sit in these seats and some kind of something gets on you because the church is just full of it. It is full of love. It is full of, of this grace. It's full of, of, of I see you, not here I am. It's full of this love that's just like, I, I just want to make sure that you know that you're valued and that we believe in you. I, I just, that is what that fullness is. So it, it doesn't, it, you can almost, it's an accident. You bump into our church, you get love spilled on you. Like it's, it's just, you cannot help it. But that's what a healthy church is. And, that, and that's what Paul was saying, is if you can get these things together and, they kind of, and, and you just get yourself out of the way, let God move these things around, this is what makes a healthy church. Hey church, we hope this message has pushed you forward in your leadership and your relationship with God. We can't wait to see you this Sunday or in a connect group. Have an amazing week. We'll see you then.